0: All people have two main aspects of self. Your non-physical self and your physical self. Many people call the physical self the temporal self and the non-physical self the higher self. People also call the non-physical self the soul and the physical self the ego. Your temporal self, your ego, is the seat of personality. But personality is fragmented. To understand this in depth, you can watch my video titled Fragmentation, the Worldwide Disease. This fragmentation makes it difficult to distinguish between your actual higher self and parts of your own personality, fragments, that are in fact mimicking the higher self. What this means essentially is that it's actually difficult due to fragmentation to recognize or distinguish the difference between your higher self and your ego. The ego, which is essentially your self-concept, wants to distinguish itself. It wants to be things like good, right, better, superior and more. There's nothing inherently wrong with this drive, but most people are not aware of this element of ego to integrate it or consciously work with it. As a result, their non-physical self and physical self are not engaging in an aligned relationship. Instead, their ego is subconsciously running the show. This is the case all over the world, but in spiritual communities, there is a special shadow. In spiritual communities, the ego can run the show by thinking, speaking and acting like what that person imagines a transcendental enlightened person would think, speak and act like. In the spiritual communities, a person who is seen as spiritually superior is... Obviously seen as good, right, better, and more. This naturally creates an impulse in the human ego to adopt that identity. On top of this, so many people turn to spirituality and to the spiritual field in order to escape some kind of suffering or pain. As a result, spirituality can, in essence, be what somebody's turning to in order to stay safe. This means that any behavior that would mimic a spiritually transcendent person, can actually just be a way of a person protecting themselves from pain. In other words, it's only natural that a spiritual way of thinking, speaking and acting can be developed as a protector personality so as to keep an individual safe. If you want to understand this in depth, watch my video titled The Sad Truth About Most Gurus. When an aspect of a person's ego adopts this identity of being spiritually transcendent and above it all. Most people actually mistake that fragment of the personality for their higher self. They mistake this personality fragment that acts in all the ways that they imagine a spiritually superior being would act. Things like above and beyond it all, transcendental, non-reactive, always seeing the beauty in what is, forgiving, egoless, etc. for their true self, for who they really are. They become selectively identified with the spiritually transcendent part of themselves and often slip into the practice of suppressing all other less woke parts of themselves. The ego has hijacked their spiritual practice without them knowing it because it has come in the disguise of their higher self and they fell for it. When this happens, a person enters a kind of transcendental power trip. Only now, things that put the ego in that power trip are things like being more loving, more positive, more wise, more intuitive. More open. (laughs) You catch my drift. Oh wait, did I mention? More non-reactive. Spiritual superiority becomes the ego's new power game. I'm gonna give you an example of what I mean. I want you to imagine a little girl who grew up with a dictatorial single mother. She was completely powerless to this woman. There was no way for her to gain power in the relationship until her ego found a way to be jesus-like. To use things like unconditional love and deciding that she will be the one to teach her mother how to love and kindness no matter how she's treated, in order to feel superior to her mother. This made her ego feel like it was in a position of power. Really, she just found a creative way to win at this power struggle that she was experiencing with her mother. All of these spiritually transcendent qualities became a part of her ego trip. But because these qualities are qualities that she associated with the higher self, she fell for this whole thing. And imagined herself to be operating relative to her mother from the position of her higher self. But this was not the case. And so what do we find? She actually went further away from being able to integrate any of her non-physical and physical aspects together in order to achieve a state of alignment within herself. Number one. Number two, underneath this whole thing is an ego power trip that she's using relative to her mother, which her mother could feel. So do you think the relationship got better or worse? You guessed it, worse. Also, she actually did have a highly abusive mother, who she decided to continue living with for a long period of time. Why? Because staying in that abusive environment was suddenly fueling her own ego and self-concept. It's a reality that certain individuals are more tapped into the non-physical, are more conscious, are more aware, are more able to consciously love, etc. in the same way that there are people walking the earth who are more athletic, are able to jump higher, run faster and go further. It's important to be in this reality about this, instead of to imagine that equality exists relative to these things. The thing is, when your ego is identified with being spiritually transcendent, you will have a hard time accurately perceiving this reality and will instead imagine yourself to be more conscious, more developed, more aware, more knowing, more able to love, more forgiving, etc. than you actually are. If you have been unsafe with people, or are still unsafe with people, especially if you feel unsafety around authority, then on a subconscious level, what you are going to be going for is to put yourself in a position on top or above them or equal, never under. Right? A lot of people who have this obsession with equality actually are in love with superiority. They just never want to be under someone else. And so, when this is the case, on a subconscious level, especially if you're spiritual, you're gonna go about trying to get yourself on top of, or at least equal to other people, through spiritual superiority. I'm gonna say this right now, you can use any quality that somebody would identify as innately spiritual. As a part of a power trip. For example, forgiveness can be used as a power trip. Love can be used as a power trip. Kindness can be used as a power trip. Awakening can be used as a power trip. Positive thinking can be used as a power trip. Growth can be used as a power trip. Egolessness can be used as a power trip. Inner peace can be used as a power trip. Non reactivity can be used as a power trip, compassion can be used as a power trip, Intuition can be used as a power trip, meditation can be used as a power trip. We all know Yoga can be used as a power trip. Humility can be used as a power trip. (laughs) Simplicity can be used as a power trip, personal responsibility can be used as a power trip. Healthy living can be used as a power trip. And the list goes on and on. Before you feel like you've got a handle on this whole concept, I have to explain one thing. Spiritual egoism is particularly hard to recognize because it is so often disguised as the exact opposite of what it is. For example, there are so many people who fall into this trap of spiritual egoism who are demonstrative about the fact that they don't care about power. (laughs) They're likely to put on an act of humility. They're likely to say that they're very aware of their shadow side and also ego. Why? Because in the spiritual communities, at least in most of them now, being aware of your ego and shadow side makes you good, better, best. And guess what? Especially in the spiritual field, but in the world in general right now, we're living in the world that's made an enemy out of power. It's not okay if you like power, right? The hunger for power is the problem. That means that wanting power makes you bad and wrong and worse and less than. So what does this mean? even suggesting that you don't care about power, probably going to do a whole other episode on this one, suggesting that you don't care about power, now puts you in power. So the person who says, my life is not about power, I'm not concerned with such things, is a power trip in and of itself. Often, people who are stuck in the selective identification process with a part of themselves that is more spiritually transcendent, are more obvious to others than they are to themselves, because being around them feels like they're putting on an act. You can feel all those unsavory aspects that are being suppressed, denied, rejected and disowned within them. You can feel the facade. Being around them will feel like an act of gaslight. And on top of that, underneath it all, you can feel this weird like, oh, it's weird, I feel like somebody's fighting me for power. But it doesn't look like that on the surface. Just be careful to check your own power trip when you're perceiving this kind of thing in others. You should not be trying to get rid of your ego. To understand more about this, you can watch my video titled The Lesson of Christ and Lucifer. The thing you should aim for is to integrate your ego. And you care about power, whether you're able to admit to it or not. To not fall into this unconsciousness trap, therefore, you need to see how you are using your spirituality or self-development to strengthen your ego specifically. You need to see what you may be trying to avoid, suppress, deny, disown, reject or keep safe by seeing yourself and trying to get others to see you as spiritually transcendent. It would benefit every person who is into spiritual practice of any kind to do parts work with the part of themselves that is protecting them by being spiritually transcendent. The part of their ego that is disguised as the higher self, so as to become aware of and integrate this very real coping mechanism. To understand more about how to do this, watch my video titled Parts Work. What is Parts Work and how to do it? Here's a raw unfiltered truth. Every single one of us that identifies in any way with spirituality is going to have an ego that is in many ways identified with any of those aspects that our particular spiritual practice sees as good, right, better, superior, more. Being aware that your ego absolutely is involved in your spiritual practice is critical. And if you're the person who thinks you're the exception to the rule, you're the problem by understanding and really accepting that your ego is 100% involved in your spiritual practice, you can actually have a first-hand experience of your non-physical self, even when a spiritually transcendent aspect of your ego construct step forward to try to convince you that it is your only and real and higher self. Have a good week.